I'm James Rule. Welcome to the Lonely Leader Podcast, where we help existing and aspiring leaders find clarity, build resilience, drive performance, and enhance fulfillment. Each and every one of us wants to find high performance. I would challenge you to look beyond that and say that we want to find high performance and the ability to sustain it over the longer term. Because the harsh reality is we can all find high performance in the short term. We simply double down on our working intensity, work longer hours, shut all peripheral distractions off and focus solely on the task in hand. Now that might make sense, but the reality is over the longer term, that's not sustainable. And when we get lost down that particular rabbit warren, what tends to happen is that something breaks. It's a little bit like driving our car in a low gear and revving the engine. If the rev counter goes into the red, it's a signal to us that we need to change gear. Otherwise, we're going to blow the engine. Well, the same thing applies here to us as human beings. If we just work relentlessly at an unsustainable intensity, unfortunately, something breaks. Either physically, we succumb to some sort of mild or potentially more serious illness, such as burnout, or we damage ourselves mentally or a combination of both. So one of the core focuses for me at The Lonely Leader and with all of the clients that we work with is how do you create high performance, but more importantly, how do you sustain it over the long term? The simple answer is you have to take a holistic view for performance. Now, the old-schooled attitude to improving performance at work was we focus solely on professional competency. And of course, that is essential. You have to be able to understand what your job entails, the skills you need to execute, and what you are expected and being judged upon in terms of delivering success in your role. However, to play devil's advocate here, if that's the only place that you are supported, and then we pull away from your role and look at the other, what I would call core areas of life, and they're all suboptimal, then we have a challenge with how we perform. So, To illustrate that, if you are in a difficult period with your intimate relationship, with your husband or with your wife, your significant other, if you have children, but you're not particularly connected, you're not particularly present, you're not able to find quality time with them. If you have friends, but again, you don't connect, you don't see them, you don't even have time to speak with them on the phone. Most of us have some sort of extended family dynamic, but perhaps again, it needs more investment, but you are not able to find the time to make that investment. Then we look at things like physical health, whether you've got time to look after your body to enhance your energy. Mental health, are you feeling particularly stressed, overwhelmed, anxious? Is your resilience being compromised? Think of passions and hobbies. We all have something that lights us up away from work, but do you get time to engage in it, to spend time working on that hobby or passion? If the answer to all of the questions in those core areas is no, then the the reality is when you step into work as a leader, you are in a space where your performance can only be suboptimal. It's very difficult to be an impactful leader, an impactful colleague, teammate, when all those areas of life are struggling. Conversely, if your relationship is as good as it's ever been, you're fully invested in it. You are very present with your children. You're finding lots of quality time with them. You are invested in your physical health, exercising regularly, relationships are a priority within your extended family. You've had time to invest in them. You are maintaining a passion or a hobby that is unique to you. You do have time for friends. It might not be meeting face-to-face, but 
you have time to connect with them over the phone, to stay in touch with those important people within your life. You look at that scenario and then look at how you show up at work and it's night and day. You are more resilient, you have more energy, you are more able to deal with the inevitable challenges that come your way and move through them. So for me, it is a no-brainer that when we talk about improving performance, yes, a part of the focus has to be on professional competency. But the reality is the untapped X factor for so many people is to step away from the professional competency and look at this holistic view and say, how do I make improvements in these other core areas of focus? Because if I can improve in those areas, I will improve immeasurably in my professional performance. And this is a huge area of focus for me with all of the clients that I coach and mentor. It sounds so simple, but it is so neglected. And the reason I'm so passionate about this is I have been down this path. I do not judge. I do not offer any criticism for those of you listening that think, actually, when you talk about those core areas, a number of those are not where I would like them to be. I've been there. I spent many, many years operating as a chief executive within the sporting sector, a very intense, all-consuming role, and so many of those areas were neglected friendships, quality time with family, pursuit of passions, physical health, finding the right tools and mechanisms to process the level of stress and, and make sure that my resilience was as enhanced as it could be. But as with many people, it took a what I term an, an enough is enough moment for me to really make a change. And that moment came early one morning, my normal routine, the mobile phone would wake me with the alarm. I would creep out of the bedroom, trying not to wake my wife, and I would start examining my emails on the way to the bathroom. And on this particular day, I passed out. The next thing I knew, my wife was picking me up from the bathroom floor. I ended up in hospital, and it turned out that I had pneumonia. And that was a real shot to the system because a close friend of the family had sadly passed away in his early 40s with pneumonia just a few months earlier. Now, I was signed off work for a couple of weeks. My mobile phone was taken away from me. The doctors insisted that was locked away. And in that detox, stepping away from the mobile phone and you know reaching out to the bedside table, it wasn't there. I had to reflect. And that's the first time that I really could see the wood for the trees. I really did understand, actually, I'm working as hard as I physically can, but I'm neglecting so many of these areas of my life. Because my mindset prior to that moment was, that's a luxury, not a necessity. And that I'll catch up with my friends in due course. I'll get to the gym eventually. I will find time to go and have a round of golf, but work must come first. And actually, I wasn't spotting the corrosive impact that was having physically. And it took this moment of shock to say, actually, you do need to make a change. There is no silver bullet. I'd love to be able to say two weeks later, I changed how I operate, how I led, how I dealt with my day-to-day -day challenges as a chief executive, but it's not that simple. However, over time, I learned new habits, new strategies, and it's those habits and strategies that I now take so much pleasure sharing with clients that I'm coaching and mentoring. So as I always say, leadership on the outside starts within. I hope that the content we share on this podcast helps prompt some reflection. And I would love you just to reflect on some of those core areas of your life. Think of work and how you're operating, 
but then step away from that and think, you know, how engaged am I with my friends? How happy am I about my health? How am I dealing with stress and processing that? And how do I feel about mental health? Am I spending any time on hobbies, passions? How connected am I to the people that I love? My children, my partner, my extended family. And just start with a simple commitment to what can I do over the next month? If I challenge myself to make some improvements, some mini goals, if you will, one or two things in each of those areas to say, yeah, I could do that. I could improve my physical health if I did X. You know, whatever that passion may be, it may be reading, it may be baking, it may be, you know, playing a sport, playing a musical instrument. Just commit to an amount of time you'd like to spend engaged in that task. A date night with your partner, some quality time over a weekend with with your children. It doesn't have to be revolutionary in its execution. It's just a focus, a commitment to looking at life a little bit more holistically without feeling like it's a dereliction of duty to your professional role. When we're overwhelmed and under significant pressure with our professional role, it's hard to step back and see the proverbial wood for the trees. But actually, these things, our personal life and our professional role are not two separate entities. We need to find a way to get synergy there because this is how, going back to my initial point, we not only create high performance, but sustain it. Thanks for listening to the Lonely Leader podcast. I'd be very grateful if you could share and follow if the content resonates. And if you're looking for additional free resource to support your continued growth and development, then please do check out our social media and website details in the show notes. Remember, quality leadership on the outside must always start within. 